Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. You can't get into the community playing Christian music. They're not going to get into that. But they will get into something and say, how about some 60s, 70s rock and roll or whatever? And we just get together and we just start having a really great time. And lo and behold, before we knew it, we started having some meetings and it wound up being... Um, at one time we had like 13 guitars in the room at one time. Yeah, yeah. And singer, people were singing and sitting back and having just having a grand old pie. And it's something that continues to grow to this day. We're joined today by Ron Fisher, as well as Darlene and Ron Overby. They are all part of Guitars at Kildonan, an initiative that is reaching the community that surrounds their church. Today on Connections, they're going to share a little bit about Guitars at Kildonan. They're also going to share about the importance of community and the church. We're joined today by Ron, Ron, and Darlene. They are a great bunch of people from Winnipeg. First of all, for our listeners out there, we want to get to know you all a little bit better. How did the three of you meet? We're from Kelowna Community Church, and our minister retired. So we had a call out for a new minister. And the, one of our applicants was, now, Ron, you could take over. You were in Nanaimo at the time? I was in Nanaimo at the time, spending eight years in Nanaimo at the church. And then uh, it was time for me to move on. And um, Kildona Community Church was looking for a minister that would get them greatly involved in the community. Uh, they wanted to take that step into um, being met more relevant. And since uh, I'm a very outside-the-box thinker, uh, they decided to call me and to, to lead that initiative. And so I started six years ago. Right, six and a half years ago, I started up with, uh, on my birthday, August 14th was my first time in the pulpit, and I retired on August 14th in the pulpit. So that worked out well. And so that's what I've, what I've been doing. I was really there to help reach into the community. Tell us about that experience and those years with the church and what you managed to do and how far you reached into the community. Uh, actually, it was, it, it was great. Uh, a great bunch of people. And uh, a lot of churches say they want to change, but it's usually just verbal. But this is a congregation that actually really wanted change. Um, when you have the matriarchs of the congregation totally supporting what you're doing, you know the congregation is going to be moving forward. And so I introduced uh, uh, them to yeah, the concepts of uh, partnering. And so we struck up a partnership with YFC. Uh, and with getting a youth group involved uh, at KCC in um, on Main Street North there in our community. So we started that initiative, and then Kevin Pauls, who's still there, he's been working there for the last five years now and doing great work. And he's actually integrating with high school students and with the skateboarding community across the road. So there's a lot of community effort in there. One of the other initiatives was the um, – was a guitar group was to start getting out there and saying, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there who really like to play guitar. Um, I learned guitar late in life. Um, when I was in the nine was when I actually picked up the car for the first time and started. And I realized one person there told me, Ron, you need to play with people in order to get any better. And so I decided that, Hey, I'm going to do that. And so when I came in, I started playing uh, guitar in the service and that's when Ron Overby kind of sat there and said, oh, my God, this guy plays guitar. I want to yeah. join. 
And so then the two of us got up on in the front of the church and we started playing guitar. And then we started bringing in some of the ladies in the congregation to actually start doing some of the singing. And the congregation loved this. We started doing a lot more contemporary kind of music. And um, the congregation absolutely loved it. They, they felt really good again having all that stuff. And at that point, I kind of stepped back and went, well, you know, I, I like this, but I also like classic rock and roll. And I really mm-hmm. want to get out there mm-hmm. and start doing something else, right? And play with people who won't. I know people, you can't get into the community playing Christian music. They, they're not going to get into that. But they will get into something and saying, how about some 60s, 70s rock and roll or whatever? Mm-hmm. And we just get together and we just start having a really great time. And lo and behold, before we knew it, we started having some meetings and it wound up being, um, at one time we had like 13 guitars in the mm-hmm. room at one time. Yeah, yeah. And singer, people were singing and singing back and having just having a grand old time. And so we picked Wednesday nights and we nailed it that the church could not do anything else that <laughs> evening, right? It, it, that was that was sacred space that you shall not touch this time. And mm-hmm. um, we we did it. So we had a now, Thursday night youth. We had... Uh, and Friday afternoon youth, and then we also had uh, the Wednesday night guitars, guitars that killed Donan. I want to get more in depth with the guitars that killed Donan, but Darlene and Ron, what was it like as you and the congregation watching your church grow and get into yeah, the community uh, like this? Yeah, well, you know, our congregation is old. Uh, we're Presbyterian, established 1851, and uh, we still have a cemetery in an old church built 1854, and we built a new church with flush toilets in 1988. <laughs> and uh, Ron and I came along actually around 2000, but they changed the name to community at that time because they wanted to embrace the community. We had a food bank for almost 20 years and, um, uh, you know, we've been blessed with, with long-term ministers, but ministers retire. And then uh, when Brenda Fraser, our last minister, retired, we had an interim for two years and then we were able to hire Ron. And part of our vision was to reach out again and still to the community. And part of it was in particular for the youth. There was a high school close by. And um, so that, um, that was in, in keeping with, with uh, you know, what Ron would like to start. And so, uh, yes, yeah, so we do have a, a youth minister now. And, um, uh, and then with, with the start of the guitar, it was kind of funny because, you know, my Ron sitting in the pews at the best of times, his legs are kind of, vibrating right and then when ron got up there and started playing guitar his legs were really vibrating and i don't think he's vibrating the whole pew or anything but uh <laughs> so anyway so then uh as as, as reverend ron was saying i thought well let's just put it out there if anyone wanted to just come uh for an informal uh jam session on a wednesday night and so um so so that's worked out well anything you know anything goes you're just like pulling a rabbit out of the hat okay what song is next right mm-hmm. it, and so yeah our regulars uh shout out to our regulars uh, jim perry craig morrow and russ and uh it's on the website and kind of word of mouth and uh, it's just a lot of fun and you can really share you know sh- uh, what is community if not for sharing and sharing gifts and if you have a gift of music a gift of song uh, it just feels good, you know, and uh, last uh, there's a, a few of us the other night on Wednesday and a couple, they just stood up and just started swaying with as they were playing because mm-hmm. it was just really nice just to have that uh, fellowship. Just to let loose. And, yeah, uh, you know, and just so. to have fellowship and no yeah. rules, just so, you know, okay, what's next, right? 
and it's it's a lot of fun, you know, watching other people play, and you know they have an actual smile on their faces, and they're just really enjoying themselves, and yeah, which is really good to be part of that, right? And, yeah. And community right now, especially after being isolated for a couple of years, is even more so important. Any of you can answer this next question, but why is it so important to have that community when it comes to the church and not just keeping all the church inside those four walls? I think it's the way of the future that uh, to survive, you have to to adapt and, and move. And, you know, sometimes we miss some of the old, but also it's good to embrace the new. And even that's zooming right now, right? You know, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago, none of us really would have known about this. But um, I think, you know, again, just hope for the future and, and have faith that you are going to be able to keep your doors open this year or next year and year after. And God gave us one day at a time and that's and, and, and you live each day to the fullest. And I think this uh, gathering such as this just, just really helps people to, you know, just share. I also think there's a sense of... Um when you get beyond the walls in a community. See, one of the things that we did as part of the, um, for the church, we went through a whole new vision uh, uh, process. And one of the things says, uh, we want to create environments where it's comfortable to talk about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, right? And that, uh, so what we did is we repurposed the whole back end of the church. And people who are walking in to the back of the church from the community when they walk in and they see a half pipe skateboard park in the sanctuary or not in the sanctuary, in mm-hmm. the, uh, in the entrance, or they walk back into the coffee house and they see a bunch of uh, equipment for guitars and for music and, and uh, a real, a real coffee house. It, people looking like this isn't a church. All of a sudden they start to realize that this place is really, really different. And it's amazing how, for them, people to see all the stuff, it brings down the level of anxiety of walking into a church. Now they'll feel like they're walking into a community place, a place of community. And so it, it, it becomes really good that way that when they walk in, then you sit down, they're comfortable, and now they're willing to start uh, opening up about things in their lives. Uh, one of the things that... I went through some mental health issues and uh, that was a place where I could actually talk to the guys about those things. Right. And um, I remember one guy kept on saying was, you know, we guys, we never talk about those things. We always think we're strong as anything. We just don't talk about that stuff. It was, that's really big of you to be able to come out and bring this out. And I said, well, you know, some people have, um, you know, high sugar, blood pressure issues and they're taking medication well, I had a mis- little bit imbalance in, in my in my brain, so I'm taking medication. Hey, but I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me, right? And so everything was good, and people kind of sat back. And so when you start getting into that level of discussion, mm-hmm. people then start opening up about where they were at, and you start creating this family kind of almost environment where it becomes safe to start having conversations. And I know a number of times uh, because everybody knew I was a pastor, but I would let, never let them talk, call me pastor or anything. It's just mm. basically wrong. That after we had our sessions, people would come up to me. Um, I wouldn't say often, but often enough, uh, talk about some spiritual stuff that they're going through, right? And all of a sudden you start to see that little, something a little bit breakthrough. And I 
totally convinced that never would have happened just on its own to say, let's mm-hmm. walk in and sit down in the sanctuary and do whatever, right? It's, it's the, it just doesn't happen. We're creating these environments. But I saw that in the kids with uh, the youth. All of a sudden, some of these kids were really, really troubled. And man, you could see the lives change because they see there's a, a half pipe. This is a safe community because that's what is part of their community. And so you're kind of melding the two communities together and it just starts creating some opportunities. And so guitars did that. And besides, like I said, I just love playing guitar and I really want to get in the 60s and 70s rock and roll. So join the two together. Simple little things. Tell us a little bit more about that vibe and what goes on in a night at Guitars at Kildonan because it started as something simple and grew into something so much more. Well, you know, well, we, yeah. okay. we sit in a circle <laughs> and uh, we usually take, um, you know, take turns and the, the people who like to have notes in front of them, um, they have this program on their iPads that they follow. I think it's called On Song. And mm-hmm. some of us old hippies, we just look what the other person's playing. And well, mm-hmm. uh, Ron plays guitar, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I just sing. But um, yeah, we just just kind of follow each other, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just surprising sometimes what uh, gets pulled out of the hat. Whoa, I've heard that one for you know fifty <laughs> years, uh, and then also the old old favorites. Favorites. Mm-hmm. We started doing one recently, uh, an old Stones one called "As Tears Go By." It is the evening of the day it starts, and everybody just kind of went, "Oh!" And so next thing you know, they they, they want to do it too. So again, I think it's just sharing of sharing of gifts and. Uh, sharing of each other you become you know your own little community uh people are always welcome it's on the website and kind of word of mouth and as ron fisher says it's a way of getting people into the church doors yeah yeah and no pressure you have to come every sunday if you just want to come for the wednesday nights uh, you're all welcome quite welcome yeah and it's, it's really amazing when uh you know one of the people from the group <clears throat> they actually want to come you know mm-hmm. there to play right you know, everybody looks forward to it because they they know what it's involved, and you know they 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 can um, you know express their expressions or whatever, and whatever they're dealing with at the time, they can talk about it, and and then they come in and they they play a tune, and then they they maybe rehash something they've mentioned. You know, you know we have people and and that have different careers, and you know they're going through some issues or whatever, and you know it, it's it's. Um, it's it's a time to you know refocus and yeah so it's 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 good times but it's also the the essence of there's a lot of uh a lot of joking going on a lot of laughing mm. going on um i'm a big jimmy buffett fan i mean yes we yeah, love right? jimmy buffett <laughs> as, you, as you know it's like whenever it comes around the circle comes to me everybody goes says, okay so jimmy what are we going to play right <laughs> and so I would always pick a Jimmy Buffett tune. And if I didn't pick one right away, people would start harassing me saying, what? You're giving up on him, Jimmy? Aren't we going to waste away again in Margaritaville? <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. So it actually becomes uh, an environment where there's lots of laughing going on and carrying on. Just And uh, sometimes uh, one of the guys is, is um, he likes they all have some really good voices there and they're really, really good uh, guitar players. Um, and there, there was times that one of the guys would get up and start playing and he just starts playing over and over again. And then he, 
we'll look over like Ron Overby. He likes to do a lot of um, guitar picking, mm-hmm. right? Just this randomness. And so he says, okay, Ron, take it over. Right. And so <laughs> we'll still keep playing. And then Ron will start doing some guitar picking and then maybe more will start doing something, whether mm-hmm. on the bass or something. Mm-hmm. It just winds up being that you, t- you take a song and then you wind up doing different things with it, depending on who the person is. So you create these different expressions in music. Mm-hmm. Right. And you start to realize like, this is, this is pr- pretty cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's great. And it sounds and we like just, a- we keep doing those types of things. Yeah, and I think another thing is, um, again, just having a fellowship with other people. Mm-hmm. Some of the people commented, I have no one else to play with. So, if, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not the same, just only playing by yourself all the time. So it's nice to, you know, have others join in or, you know, we'll be doing a song and say, okay, you know, so-and-so take it away. And then mm-hmm. someone will go crazy with the lead for a while. And, you know, it's just a, a really nice way, safe and uh, good way to be able to gather with others. You were mentioning conversations and fellowship, and you mentioned how, you know, this is open to everybody. It's open to the community. It doesn't matter if you go to the church or not. Have you, has this led to deep conversations about faith and maybe even new people checking out the church? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think we, we do talk, you know, of course, sometimes like, you know, we are in a church and we have, we all have challenges, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we do tend to share each other's, you know, joys and sorrows. Mm-hmm. So, so so I think it's, um, you know, kind, kind of faith is, you know, we don't push faith, but it's it's certainly there. And I think it's there just, again, with, with sharing with each other. And, yeah. We, um, the mission was to create communities that people mm-hmm. you feel comfortable. And when you focus on creating communities, um, the Sunday morning experience is just one of those communities. Mm-hmm. Our youth have another community, right? So it's still in the same building. Um, our Sunday morning community supports the initiatives of these two other communities. The guitar community has actually supported the church and the youth by doing some music at a fundraisers and things like that. So while there's three different communities in the church, um, they do support each other when they can. And, but they're uniquely different communities. And the idea was never to create a community to bring them into a single entity. So it's not like it, we're out there fishing mm. and trying to reel somebody into the Sunday morning. We're more interested in let's have some real conversation and let get people know um, that we're here for him and that uh, that's the kind of thing that Jesus would have done, right? That he would have said, okay, I'm going to eat at your place. So he hangs out with a bunch of sinners and tax letters or whatever, right? And he's just being present with these people. But rest assured, if the things are coming up in these people's lives, rest assured, they're going to probably turn to you and your communities for the strength that they're going to need. And yet they're still in a community where they feel comfortable having and sharing and, and they know where we're from, right? And they're respectful and everything's there. So there is an element of them understanding they're in a community that does faith things, right? And they're respectful of that. And that's a good thing. So in many senses, it's like we've moved the pegs forward, right? We're moving the pegs. Sometimes it goes slow, sometimes it goes quick, right? And I think that's what a lot of these, these things are doing. 
um, like the youth, we now got one of the youth people who are playing once a month in our, in our service, leading worship in the service. So it's she's not there all the time, but, she, but it's yeah, just, when she's the there, community she's is just moving around. <laughs> yeah. And they, they interact, right? That's right. Occasionally. But the Sunday morning community is the Sunday morning community and they like what they do. And they're okay that these other two communities out there being community, right? And so it, it really, really works that way that, and they understand we are creating communities. We're not creating a single community. Well, it is a single under Christ, but it's different expressions of how people get together and express their essence of faith, whether it be uh, um, strong in, in a Christian sense or in, in any other sense. So it's, it works beautifully that way. What would you all say is your favorite part about guitars at Kiltonen? For me, it's, it's definitely, I, I love to play guitar, but it is so wonderful to hang out with people that are like-minded and have mm-hmm. this, this, the same sense of, of desire for music and, and things like that. Um, ministry is hard. As a, as a pastor, it's really sometimes you don't know if you're winning or losing most of the time. And, um, and you know, you got a congregation that has, if you got a congregation of 80 people, you have 80 different ideas of what church is supposed to be. Right. And you're trying to really fight through all that. And it, it can get frustrating and get, but you, you go through the, that's what your, your job is, is to get through. But you, know, you walk into the guitar group, right? It's like there's this, this sense of gelling around something, right? That creates this tight community that it's just, it's, it's another level of experience. So it, it's more than just guitar playing. It has certainly gotten far more than guitar playing. Like I really miss not being there right now. Right. It's just, yeah. Cause you moved to Ontario. <laughs> yeah. retired, it, retired East. Yeah, but I, I know for sure that when I, because we just bought a house in Kingston, Ontario, uh, that we, I'll be probably starting up another group. I just, I just love that. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing it, doing it again. We'll just make it happen. How about you, Darlene and Ron? What is your favorite part? Because you get to play with people, yeah, right? Ron? I get to play with people. Yeah. And, and, and for myself, I mean, uh, prior to, playing with Reverend Ron at the beginning, uh, you know, uh, for Sunday service, uh, you know, I could probably play maybe three, four hours with all my tunes. But now with Ron, I'm going up on stage with him and the modern Christian music, it, oh, it's just, it's just so wonderful. And, and all of a sudden you get to play more different kinds of music and, and it really broadens your 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 mind and you know and uh, so so each other person that comes to the um, Wednesday night guitar group you know all the songs they know all of a sudden you're playing their songs too so now it really broadens um, you know different different words different songs different um, your catalog grows yeah the catalog grows right (laughs) and all of a sudden it's it's just so exciting it's it's so you know, 
we just really enjoy ourselves. That's basically all. It yeah, is, I right? think you, you know, you oh, often you get more than what you put in, this, despite just mm-hmm. by the sharing and mm-hmm. being open to each other and listening. And yeah, you know, each one of us all by ourselves, we are part of a whole. You know, if we're part of the body of Christ, and whether that's uh, at the Sunday morning, at, at a Wednesday night, uh, helping your neighbor, you know. That's just all part of everything. And it's really great to be part of something bigger. That's just only yourself. I love it. We're running out of time. I have one last question for other churches that are listening to this going, wow, I want to be like them. I want to do something like this. How can they do a better job at doing community or how can they start up something like this? I would suggest um, you really have to think outside the box, right? You really have to set aside some pre conceptions of what it's going to be when you create you go in it's um, you have to assume when a new group starts up it's not going to be like what we've done i can guarantee that because when you get a whole different set of people together it's going to create a different environment and you have to know and be comfortable with following what god is doing in that community right you have to follow his lead not your lead, right? Often I think we we assume, oh, this is what God wants me to do, and he wants me to dictate to the Holy Spirit what the Holy Spirit has to do. And I think that's the, no, 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 just get together and experience and listen and to hear and experience what this group is really all about, right? So stepping in, just to say, I want to do a guitar group is one thing, but to actually make it successful you have to let the group go where it is and let and be trust the Holy Spirit is actually leading it in the right direction. And not to expect, um, hugely not to expect it to be the gateway to a Sunday morning service, so to speak. Right? This is small steps. And you have to be prepared to say, it might take years. It might take weeks. It might take months. It might never happen. But at least when something comes up, you have to be open to the idea. God's doing the work. The Holy Spirit's doing the work, right? And you just you have to follow and trust that and not yourself in some sense, if that makes any sense. It does. <laughs> For our listeners that want to learn more about guitars at Kildonan and specifically our listeners in Winnipeg, because this reaches across Western Canada, how can they go about learning more? Uh, they can probably uh, contact the church um, uh, on our website. Look for Kildonan Community Church. And there's an email for the office. And, and Cindy, our wonderful secretary, would then forward that. And uh, we'll, uh, for sure, communicate with anyone who uh, wishes to. Thank you all so much for making time for us today. We really appreciate it. Or the other time thing they can do is just show up with a guitar on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah, on a Wednesday yes. night. Well, we do recess for the summer. So check the website. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. This was great. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, thank you. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to hear this full conversation again, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastbill.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe, to leave a review, and to rate our podcast. We'll talk to you again on Connections.